Hi everyone, my name's Steve Tudor and welcome to the Premier League Review Show that this week is doubling up as a Leeds v City preview show. Two shows for the price of one, well it is for Christmas sales. On today's pod we're re- revisiting some knockout Boxing Day action as well as sadly some thoroughly predictable outcomes while casting a long gaze at Elland Road where three points are essential for the Blues. If Santa got our letter, he'll know what to do. Joining me for this festive frolic, I'm joined today by the shiniest baubles on our tree. It's Asan and Howard. Hi, Asan, you there? You well? Morning, mate. I'm really well. Uh, good. Merry Christmas once again. Merry Christmas. Did uh, you have a good Christmas? I had a really lovely Christmas. It was. I've not had a single hangover this Christmas, which I'm really proud of. Um, it's been. Uh, it's been very healthy, but really lovely. Like good. seeing lots of friends. Um, yeah, it's just been very, very relaxed. So have you tempered your drinking or is it just pure luck for no hangovers or? I think, I mean, I, I haven't drank a lot in the evenings. There's been a, the, I, each day there's been stuff happening during the day. So I've been out right. for lunch most days. And so you end up drinking a little bit at lunchtime. And then it's, I've just not, you know, I've not done that thing where you get home and you go, well, I guess I better crack on. Yes. Um, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been quite uh I've been quite, what's the word I'm looking for? Temperate. There you go. I've been quite temperate and, uh, and measured. And it's put me in good stead for, for what will be a wild New Year's celebration. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much the same, actually. I've been pretty sensible and I'm going to let loose a bit after New Year. Um, it's, it's the right way to do things, I think. Um, Howard, you've been drinking, um, I believe it's Lemsip right now is your <laughs> <laughs> beverage of choice. I haven't got any Lemsip now, but I'm a bit bunged up, so yeah, apologies for the... I'll try to edit out all the coughing and sniffling, so. <laughs> oh, I think it was being in a really hot kitchen on Christmas Day. Yeah. Watching over the turkey for four hours, you see, it's important duty, so... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So you were able to enjoy Christmas, though, until... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cold yeah, struck, thought... okay, good, good. I'm not claiming to have man flu, the worst of all types of flu, of course. Hmm. Uh, just just got a cold, so... A, a mild one. I've never had a proper cold anyway, so... Fingers crossed it doesn't get any worse, so... You've yeah. never had a proper cold? As an adult, no. As a child, I've probably had everything. No, not like a bedridden flu type thing, no. Oh, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, can't get up type yeah. thing, no. Yeah. Just lots of right? stuff. No, no, yeah, it was well, all right. Boxing Day didn't move at all, so... <laughs> But it's a bit of a shame because, you know, kind of like the day for for going to football or watching City. So mm, well. A bit peeved it's, you know, a Wednesday night instead. But, yeah, it, it was a nice day, just end-to-end football. Everything was on live. Having one of the laziest days ever. It was okay, yeah. I wish I'd done nothing Boxing Day. Honestly, got it. Yeah. A lot of chocolate, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but I wish I just stayed on the sofa at Boxing Day. I ended up going to Goodson Park. <laughs> I was so cold that I was finding excuses to clap. <laughs> you know, I was freezing. Um, yeah, that's why they boo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing else to do. It's, it's yeah. Um, okay, let's turn our attention immediately to Leeds v City this evening. Um, City are back. I know, obviously, there's been a League Cup game in between, but six and a half weeks is it since the last League game against Brentford? We've missed it, and we've missed them. Um, but let's start. With Leeds first and foremost. So, Asan, the last two Leeds games before the World Cup break were very high tempo, very thrilling 4 3 games. Are you expecting it to be as frenetic at Ellen Road tonight after such a long break? Unfortunately, yes, I am. 
and how will that kind of fit into because City pretty much you know against Liverpool we flew into them so mm. if 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 that's replicated then this could be an absolute crazy game it's got the it's got the ingredients to be a crazy game hasn't it it has but I think I'd prefer a, a very comfortable victory I, I, yeah it's it's interesting because obviously we've had the longest um break between the league cup game and tonight's game and everybody else has pretty much already played i don't think there's any other premier league games left is there it's just us and leeds just us um, yeah. and so going into that going into this set of fixtures i was quite pleased that we were playing last for some reason i was like oh great we got a nice long break but now that liverpool won comfortably united won comfortably chelsea won comfortably arsenal won comfortably the pressure is on to put yeah. it bluntly um and so yeah i mean the type of game it will be i expect it to be frenetic i expect it to be pretty high tempo um <laughs> i don't expect either team is going to do a lot of focusing on their defending um so yeah let's just hope we score more goals than them well you you mentioned in there the importance of the three points tonight leads me to my favorite question to ask howard i love asking you this howard i, I must do this about six times a year Yes, I want to treat myself to a nice Christmas question for you. Is it a must-win, oh, Howard? Oh, God. That's, <laughs> that's Lloyd. No, of course it isn't. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. No, of course it yeah, isn't. It is. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's a must-win yeah, game. Then if we don't win, the title's gone. No, I it makes it you... unlikely. Yeah, very much so. I think that if you if you put yourself in a position where you're, what, what would it be, eight points behind Arsenal or nine points yeah. behind Arsenal? Eight, yeah. You know, you'd need then you'd need something like uh, you'd need Arsenal to lose a game of football in the next two or three weeks for you to have any, to give yourself that little sniff. Um, because two things would happen if we didn't win tonight. Obviously we wouldn't win and we wouldn't get the points, but if you're Arsenal, suddenly every, the next, every game you go into, you're bouncing into it because you've got the gap and you feel as though it's very much in control and in your hands. I mean, yeah. It's a must-win, Howard. Sorry. Yeah, well, it obviously it. isn't, so we'll just move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do love the way sometimes you'll just go with, well, it obviously isn't, but I'll just humour your stupidity and let's just move on now. It's not stupidity. It's, kind, it's, yeah, it's obviously, uh, obviously if we, we fall further behind, I'll be as anxious as anyone. Really, yeah. you know, really anxious. If, especially if we especially considering these are two of the more winnable games, the next seven. But then Arsenal's fixture list is pretty tough as well but after we play Leeds after, then Ev, then Everton then Chelsea then United after that we're still not at the halfway point of the season so it's we do in a way because I think the rest of the top nine have won it is rather important we get three points I understand the importance but I interpret must win as in well, literally, must win. So, mm. uh, I know, I get that. I think yeah. what I'm worried about, if I'm honest, Howard, the thing that I'm worried about um, is everybody has been talking about how Arsenal will collapse for, for two or three months now. Mm. Um, and I don't see it. Unfortunately, no. I don't see it. That's not to say that they won't drop points. Of course they will. Like, they're not going to go the rest of the season without, without dropping any points. But my overriding feeling right now is that they are not going to lose five or six games between now and the end of the season, which means that the margin for error is very, very, very small 
from from our point of view. And actually, <clears throat> the thing we shouldn't forget is we're used to this. This is generally how we win titles. We win titles by having to win ev almost every game between January, February, and the end of the season. So, you know, I'm not saying that we can't do it, even if we were to lose tonight. But it's a must win tonight. It's a fact that we have to. It's a fact that we're reliant on Arsenal to blow up, which they may do or they may not. They're not looking likely at the moment, but you just don't know, do you? And, and you know, last season's collapse by them was staggering, to be honest. But it's relying on them, needing them to do that. Then it's just completely out of your hands. Then, and, and it's absolutely, absolutely correctly say, Aston. There's been so many seasons where we've had to play catch up. And it's so nerve-wracking. I mean, it, it's, mm. it doubles the pain because not only are you, you know, looking at your own game and, and needing those three points, but then you become obsessed with the other team's fixture list and think, oh, they might drop something at Goodison or they might, you know. Um, and talking of which, by the way, I, I'm anticipating a tough game against Everton because this is it for, Ever for Everton. A after what happened against Wolves, they have to show a reaction against City. They don't have to win. But they have to get something and they have to really show up. So that's not a gimme either. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a must win, Howard. So there we go. We can move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, OK, I'll tell have you to, what. I'll, have to be contrary, so. I, I will change. I'll alter it for you then. So putting the three points to one side, how important is it then for players to get another 90 minutes in their legs? Yeah, well, to be honest, I think... The Liverpool game surprised me, and I said at the time, if it hadn't been Liverpool in the Carabao Cup, I don't think we'd have seen a game that intense. Yeah. So ultimately, I think that game's done its... I know a few players came on for like 10 minutes or whatever. There'll be players still needing match fitness, but essentially, how I thought the other side of the World Cup would be, you know, a month ago, isn't how it's turned out. Mm. And I kind of just see it now as, well, a normal league game. There are concerns about form and, you know, because they haven't played for a long time or what to expect from the team because they haven't been there on the training pitch playing domestic games every four days for the last month. But fitness-wise, yeah, there are players that still need a bit of match fitness. I think the, I think for me the bigger concern is that Everton game that's like 65 hours after this Leeds one finishes. Mm. So you try and predict what team... Pep will pick for this and you think wondering if he's thinking about both games together and who to pick so in a way there's too much match too much match football perhaps for some players because do we really want the like you know perhaps Kevin De Bruyne is he capable he was on his arse of course <laughs> at the end of the Liverpool match it was so intense uh, he was really cheeks puffed out but of course that was six days ago can he play two games in such a short place uh, space of time so I don't think match fitness is that bigger problem at the moment there's a couple of players who probably need it and you'll probably see they'll be the ones that might start on the bench uh, but ultimately I think we've got a large I will talk about Leeds we've got a, a pretty a large bunch of players ready to play <laughs> an intense game of football I reckon mm, well actually that, that moves me on kind of neatly into identifying these players who are in need of a workout. Aysan, who would you say, who would you like to see start tonight and get some minutes in those legs? So in terms of uh, who needs minutes and, and who needs minutes in their legs, I think we need to approach this slightly differently. I think the reality is that you've got to look at who are your 11 sharpest and fittest players, and they're the ones who need to play. I think what we've seen 
um, in the immediate aftermath of the World Cup, I think this probably applies right across the Premier League, is most of the lads who went to the World Cup are a little bit sharper and a little bit fitter than those who didn't go at the World Cup. So looking at tonight, I fully expect Walker to start. Um, Stones and Laporte. I don't know about Cancelo. Probably Cancelo too. Midfield, again, the obvious. KDB and Rodri will play, and then it's a question of Gundo or Bernardo. Um, I would expect Mares to play because he scored. Uh, I would expect one of Foden or Grealish to play, and then Haaland, obviously. Um, but I think that right now, as weird as it sounds, or as obvious as it sounds, the focus needs to be who are the 11 that are going to beat these? Like, we, we can't really... Yeah. We have so many games coming up that the squad is going to get rotated and players without minutes will end up getting minutes sooner rather than later. OK, well, I would ask each of you in turn on this, but I'll stay with you first, Aysan. So, I'm, I know that I'm oversimplifying things hugely here, but let's say Gundo would be in midfield to get control of that midfield with Rodri and De Bruyne, whereas Bernardo would give more energy to that midfield given the opponents and the nature of them, who would you rather out of the two to start tonight? That's a difficult question. I, I'm probably leaning towards Gundo um, because, weirdly, I find that he's more of a threat in the opposition penalty area than yeah. Bernardo is. I think Bernardo's better at standing next to Rodri and, and trying to control a game. Um, and I'd rather we had all of our goal threats on the pitch tonight. So I'd probably lean towards Gundo. Okay, Howard. I mean, Bernardo said he, you know, he prefers to play that central deep midfield road. I'd rather have uh, Bernardo, to be honest. I just think it's a better three, a bit more dynamic. I know there's with the you think of Leeds games as being, yeah. I mean, look at those results. <laughs> At four three, I mean it's a four threes goals all over the place. It's a high energy game. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not. I don't have strong leanings, but I'm not sure. I want Gundogan, Gundogan, Rodri, Kevin De Bruyne as a central midfield three. To be honest, uh, Bernardo comes in, and it's more likely to say that perhaps Mares will keep his his spot on the right, which yeah, I'm not hundred <sighs> percent confident about but I think that's how it will go I think Gundogan will be the one to drop I think you, you need real energy and dyna, you know, dynamism in this game and Bernardo suits that better for me okay well my, I'm going to go with Eva and sit firmly on the fence <laughs> but in truth I would actually be happy with Eva yeah seeing the name on the team sheet tonight you know we'll just admit her yeah uh, for myself um, okay it's an interesting kind of angle um, or I should say, ordinarily, this would be an interesting angle. I don't think it applies in this case. So, Jesse Marsh has previously coached Haaland at Red Bull Salzburg. Asan, does insider knowledge matter a jot when it comes to Erling the inevitable? I would say in other players, it would be a factor. But with Haaland, even knowing what he does and how he does it, there's no stopping him, really, is there? No, not really. I think it, those things are massively overstated. I think what it comes down to is a, an extra bit of motivation. If you're playing against a manager that you, that you, whether you like him or you don't like him, that coached you, you have an extra bit of motivation. And the manager who is coming up against a former player who has gone on to do incredible things will also have an extra little bit of motivation. 
Um, but that's as far as it goes for me. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.